welcome to We Bombastic Few, episode 50. Hey, oh, 50, 50, 50, 50. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Exciting. That's, um, that's one more than 49 um, for those Believe it or not. not keeping Quick count. Math. Yeah, that's I, us. Math I do mental podcast. math. You know, I don't have a math minor or anything, but you know, I can, I can. <laughs> but you are the math guy. I am. Well, no, Lizzie, you're the math guy. We oh. we settled this. Remember that was um, oh. which which episode was that? I mean, it, was, it was a close call. It was nothing. Uh, this is a math podcast math. now, most likely. Also, did the episode title "This Is a Political Podcast" ever get released? I think we actually named that episode something else. Um, we named that episode. Um. Oh, th- that was literally last week, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, th- it was. Uh, I forget. I wa- I wanted to name that episode. So what was it? Um. Oh, if you're listening to this episode, know that I'm referencing last week's episode or something like that. Anyways, it was, it was a deep cut reference, but yeah, you tried. Don't 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 even worry about it. We've got the other hosts. You've heard their voices. You haven't heard their names. We've got Brent. 50 episodes that's us we've got Lindsay. how many episodes how many what's the average episode count per podcast do you think um i was trying to find that out when i was googling earlier and there so fun fact um i didn't find that but one i thought was interesting is as of 2021 there were an estimated like 2 million podcasts and in 2018 there was 500,000 podcasts oh, wow. and this this podcast was started technically in um 2019 yep. and then also the average number of listens per episode is 27 hmm. which um like depending on what time scale you take we we have higher than that on a lot of episodes so yeah, i think uh, our overall listen count is higher across all the episodes but if it's like after this period it's yeah it does depend yeah, yeah, on yeah. time scale but we're being the average according to our time scale which is mm-hmm. and the, valid the spotify thing that was like you're in the top thousand podcasts oh, joe yeah. rogan's just underneath you <laughs> we're beating <laughs> out the that... joe rogan experience yeah exactly uh we're in um, uh, what percentage of countries like all of them i didn't do those statistics that's uh we'll do that that's um, right that, that'll be easter a... special which is coming up yeah after this because this is season four finale season four four seasons you know what doesn't even have four seasons a couple tv shows did you uh, guys attack cure... on titan isn't technically four <laughs> seasons yet four exactly seasons. That, that reminded me, and I feel like any American listeners will know about this. Do you guys know about the Four Seasons incident? It was, like, towards the end of uh, Donald Trump's presidency. Cannot say I do. Where, um, I think it was called Four Seasons, but, like, he was doing a campaign rally or something, and he had his people organize it to, and he booked a Four Seasons, like the hotel you know, to have this big rally or whatever, but they messed up. They actually accidentally booked four seasons, like a lawn care company. <laughs> That's us. Four seasons, the lawn care <laughs> podcast. That's beautiful. All right. Today we've got a new brand recommendation. Lawnmower 7.0 squared. It's uh, it's really good for your, all your lawn mowing needs. Um, 
<laughs> Lindsay, I think they sent you a, a prototype. I don't know if the bit's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Move on. My lawnmower 7.0 squared has changed the way I mow my carpet in my apartment. Mm-hmm. Before, I would not. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. Honestly, all right, hold on here. A lawnmower that doubles as a vacuum, you just, like, change a dial. Um, It's like how you could change the vacuum head to put a hose on it instead. (laughs) No, 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 because, like, you know, they they make vacuums that, like, you turn it to a lower setting for, like, you can use it on tile, and it's almost like a duster, basically. I have a better idea. Because we already have the leaf blower slash slash uh, suctiony, um, so now we just have a leaf blower slash suctiony slash lawnmower, and it like shoots throwing knives out of it to okay. cut your grass. Very tiny. I got you one knives. better. I got you one better. All of that combined with the Roomba. Ooh, it does it automatically. Without <laughs> it your rolls control. itself around the yard and, and shoots out. <laughs> there is a. I saw this. Um, this was a long time ago, but there was a, a like a Roomba esque. Um, that I, a robotic vacuum is technically the generic name. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a lawn mower, but it would it would mow the lawn and then it would compress the grass into like small discs that you could use for like composting and whatnot. Hmm. Um. Which was pretty cool. Intriguing. But apparently it was very bad at getting more than a centimeter of grass. Yeah, that... Which I would expect. Because that's the same deal with uh, robotic vacuums. They just need a robotic lawnmower that's the size of, like, a shop vac. Ooh. Someone should get on that. Interesting. Yep. With... With my mechanical expertise, your electrical expertise, and Lindsay's math expertise, I think we can make this happen. Yep. Do a quick calculation on that, Lindsay. What are the odds of success as the math guy? Leroy Jenkins. (laughs) I like those odds. (laughs) 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 All right. Today's segments. We're going to do Get to Know You throwback segment. That was episode 10. I believe um, we're gonna be asking some questions. You're gonna get to know us a little better. Maybe, maybe you already know us pretty well. Maybe you listen to every episode. I don't know. I don't know how we come can across, we, but can we're we doing that. Award something if you like. Can you get a secret title if you've listened to all 50 episodes? Um, we you'll get a little sticker that says um, <laughs> me, uh, bombastic. <laughs> yeah, comment on comment on the episode your your full name address social security number credit card and, information uh, yeah uh, the, the three numbers with on those the back, wacky digits date. on the back um and that way we can personalize you it for sticker. you yeah. exactly <laughs> we'll we'll be sure to put all that information on the sticker this is for just you. all verification that's all <laughs> that way yeah, like if you don't have your like, id on you and you know something happens with your credit card you can verify it's your credit card because you've got a button for it 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 will be used in place of real id as of 2027 um this is yet to be in order to fly with it you do need one of these stickers (laughs) this this would have been the ad break but we aren't getting paid to say this it's more of like a psa exactly yep we figured we'd let you know but no it's coming down the pipe along with get to know you We've also got a hypothetical, because what's a podcast without a hypothetical? 
And finally, segment C. And of course, as we all know, C is for everyday trivia. I don't know what that means. Lindsay does. He'll be introducing that when the time comes. But first, the bombastic word. Sialoquent. That is, tending to spray saliva while speaking. Wait, did I did I type that in right? I did. Okay, sialoquent. Just making sure because I just kind of pre-typed it instead of copy and pasting. I don't know why. Anyways, let's get to let's get to know the the hosts here. So, question one, aka nine, on this list. Oh, by the way, these questions come from Riverside.fm for from their ultimate list of podcast interview questions. Okay, actually, uh, topical thing. Uh, this is very relevant to what I was going to use as my algorithm today if I hadn't decided to talk about it last week anyways for our book of icebreaker intros. So wh- while you're listening to us do this, think about how much better these icebreakers would be if we had written it and they were hypotheticals. So, right. first question. What's a funny story that your family tells about you that you would like to share? See, Lindsay, you're like, I, I knew about this question for like 20 minutes now, and I still can't think of anything, which I'm, I'm certain as like, I'll end the episode and then I'll hear from my mother and sister, like, oh my goodness, oh, for you sure. missed this obvious story. What about, uh, what, what's a funny story your friends tell about you? I, well, okay, can I give a funny story about my sister? <laughs> my no, family. it's not supposed to embarrass your family. It's supposed to embarrass you. Lizzie, do you have do you have Brianna's number? We need, we need a quick story on Brent's stat. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh, uh, gosh. I don't know, because, like, my mother always tells me that even as a kid, I wasn't really easily embarrassed. So, like, these funny stories about me never, like, consistently surfaced um but um one thing was that they like to tell is that when i was like in preschool or so uh, i refused to say my name correctly and instead of andrew i'd say juju and uh i don't oh you were doing you were doing a reference to we bombastic few episode two (laughs) and uh my my parents were like they they told me that they tried to uh, get me to correct it and they had no success whatsoever. But they dropped me off at preschool like the first day or something like that, and um, they had me say my name to them or whatever, and they corrected me and I just ran with it. Then like it bugged my parents that they couldn't get me t- they couldn't correct me, but one day with a preschool teacher was like no your name is andrew and then i ran with it then <laughs> what power a preschool teacher has can you imagine no your name is uh cthulhu destroyer of all <laughs> <laughs> like your your entire life could have been changed do you think yeah. it kind of gave your parents like this imposter syndrome thing like dang that preschool teacher should should be his parent now they, you can have him the three, we didn't want trial, juju anyway <laughs> trial by combat and the preschool teacher is one I guess not combat. Doesn't matter. It's like, Anyways, Juju on the beat. It's actually about uh, Lindsay. Fun fact. <laughs> Can't confirm. <laughs> um, one story, and my sister-in-law likes to tell this story. Um, and it was the first time she came over to our house. Um, so none of us had met her. 
And I'm just sitting at the island in the kitchen. And I'm eating something. I'm like, hey, Michael. It's just my brother. My brother's name is Michael. I'm like, will you give me some water? And I had this thing that I used to do. And I would fill my cups to the brim with, like, crushed ice. And then I would fill it with water. Because, you know, a lot of times I'd be, you know, watching TV or something with my water. That I wouldn't have to refill it if I wanted water. I would just get some ice in my mouth and then have water. And it made my water last a lot longer. So I didn't have to get up as much. Um... But I did. I, I just drank my water like this all the time when I was home, and my brother knew this, and he said so he knew like I really liked ice, and he just got me a cup of plain water, and I was like, all right, he's gonna mess with me. I'm gonna mess with him back. So I look at him dead in his eyes after he hands me the water, and I just dump it on his feet, <laughs> and and my my sister in law is just like in shock, like I can't believe he just did that, and then. I didn't know about this part until recently. I had forgotten, but I guess I knew at the time. But I just didn't think anything of it. Apparently this was weird. Because my mom walked in and saw. And my sister-in-law was like, Oh, like, uh, Dale's about to get beat. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, she's going to be so mad. And then my mom was just like, huh, That's funny. <laughs> and that's like, like the first part was shocking my sister-in-law. Then just my mom being like, Huh. <laughs> Got it. Just clean it up. And then that, like, blew her mind. But I always love that story. Yeah. I was looking for more of an embarrassing one, but I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't like to think about embarrassing stories. I, I have enough funny ones that I can make up for it. Probably. <laughs> that was the first one that came to mind that I stopped thinking, so it's fine. I'll just assume I have a lot more. Alright, next question. What was your favorite subject in school? the like elementary school or high school or college or yes um could be an overall thing if you want to split it up into different periods of your life go for it i've always enjoyed mathematics but calc 2 has changed that as a math guy (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i uh i don't know i think i like math is the like I think, especially early on, I, like, I was good at it, but, like, I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, per se. Like, because there's, uh, it's almost as if there's not that much to enjoy. Um, like, I, I think I definitely liked science more. And then, uh, honestly, in, in, like, very late high school, I did like English a decent amount. Um, just because the, like the books you were reading were pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then college, uh, <laughs> thankfully I liked, uh, circuits and electrical engineering. Well, that worked out so. well. Yep. So, I don't know. I've, uh, I don't think I ever like enjoyed a class until sometime in high school. It's like, I just hated school up until then. I still didn't particularly like it, but I kind of like learned how to enjoy learning a little bit in high school but math was always like my favorite to do because i like puzzles and math is always a puzzle though i will say calc 2 was probably my least favorite math class i still liked it mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just the don't the lie. concepts are a lot trickier your calc 2 teacher's not watching you don't have to lie <laughs> <laughs> no one likes calc 2 dr j's always watching nothing gets past that guy i do not can 
something. Dr. K. Sure. We'll go with that. All right. Next question. At what time of day do you get your best work done? Definitely morning. Like, I... I wouldn't per I wouldn't say I'm a morning person, but I in the morning I am very productive. Honestly, I can get stuff done either very late at night or very early in the morning. Midday I am just kind of groggy though. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like mine's a cons is a consistent trend, but I do feel like when it's not related to my job, I get a lot more done. <laughs> yeah i i think i am most productive like between one and four in the morning and i would be even more productive if i didn't have like if i didn't have to operate on like this schedule of like you know typical nine to five whatever is like people's operating hours if i could go on any hours i wanted to and i didn't have to worry about like i should probably be trying to get to bed soon like one to four a.m that's my optimal productivity time anything i'm doing could be personal project could be homework or whatever i feel like you were on that schedule like way back when we were doing the podcast like season one. Oh yeah like, for sure all throughout college that's when i got stuff done Almost well but always. like you were specifically trying to like go to bed at like 5 a.m and you would wake up at like i don't even know like 3 p.m times yeah well I will say my noc nocturnal has was my favorite sleep schedule I've ever had. It's it's unfortunate I can't I can't hold to that. It we we really live in a society. We live <laughs> in a society. <laughs> what a statement. Yeah. But okay. Certainly. So I don't wanna take up the whole the whole podcast with this. We we haven't even gotten to mini algorithm or anything. So are there any questions episode. you wish I had asked? It'd take all day. I, I wrote down question 13 because I wanted you to ask question 13. If you could go back and give your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Which, like, I always love questions of, uh, like, basically future, like, what piece of knowledge did you gain that was most, that you consider most important? Brent's going to um, be on long, it's going to be something along the lines of crypto. I was, oh absolutely if i could go to my 18 year old self and say invest every penny you have in bitcoin like take every penny your parents have invested in bitcoin then yeah i i was not thinking get rich quick though um dude when we were practical advice what like between the ages of 16 and 18 i kept like thinking like i should like save up and get like a dedicated setup for mining bitcoin yeah but i was like Ah, uh, it's probably not worth it. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to save up the money for that. I'd rather just spend it on stupid stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'm sure that Nintendo Switch will increase in value a hundred thousand percent. Nintendo Switch was a noble purchase, and it was worth every penny. I I think I have gotten, I think I've gotten my money's worth out of my Switch for the sure. The experience of getting it alone was worth it. That, that was a good time, just sitting in Walmart, just waiting, yeah. chilling. And then going going over, I went over to to Jake's house after, and 
we both turned it on just and playing the intro scene of Breath of the Wild and it pans out to like the the valley and that view over the, the mountain. Great I was plateau. like, yeah. oh, <laughs> just the first time seeing that, I was like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever <laughs> graced my eyes with. It's very precious. <laughs> Dude, and then, yeah, th- that was a great summer. Just like going over to people's houses and everyone had their switch and like, we would take turns who had the their switch docked to the TV, and then we were just chilling, <laughs> hanging out, all playing Breath of the Wild, doing random things. That's great. I, I not... missed the advice portion within that <laughs> of what you would tell your it was a tangent. Old, so. It was a, yeah, you you tried to roast me for my switch purchase, and now we're on that. What <laughs> advice would I give to my eighteen year old self if it didn't have to do with like? <laughs> sports bets or crypto or whatnot yeah you cannot pull a marty mcfly or i guess it was a biff thing because mm-hmm. marty mcfly is not the one that gave the sports book um yeah i don't know it's like i talk about this with people sometimes it's like every time you like get a little older like i feel like there's a period for me of like four years ago and I like as I go along and you know the four years ago progresses forward as well I can kind of look back and be like why was I dumb why did I think like that <laughs> what why was yeah. how was this a logical conclusion I reached or whatever decision making process mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I probably not four years it's probably more like two or three years for me that I could that I look back but I don't know I don't know it's more like I don't know if I can sum up anything that has like changed about how I am. I don't know if I can sum up any part of that to a piece of advice. Yeah. Like for me, when these, these questions come up, I always think like, like you're just saying, like experiencing it all kind of makes me who I am. So like you kind of take away from it with giving the advice. I don't know. I, it's hard for me to answer those questions. Yeah. And I mean, it'd be one thing. I, like, if I were in this zen position, like, yeah, I've reached nirvana. I feel like I kind of know what's up, what's going on, what where to progress, how to, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't feel like I have this zen piece of advice that I could give to I someone. I mean, you don't that need would, like, to, you don't need, path. it can be as simple as, like, don't wear sandals. Oh, uh, you know what, I got like, one. Or maybe do hand yoga, like, preemptive hand yoga. <laughs> oh there there it is yep start doing hand yoga because carpal tunnel sucks or also be very diligent about dental care because teeth are expensive (laughs) teeth transplants yep yep Lindsay, simple one simple piece of advice uh uh don't care what people think it's deep to an extent. Yeah. My, That's mine would be something along the lines of like, you, you, basically, you never regret the risks you take. You only regret the risks you, or like the safe bets you make. Like looking back, even if I had like took a risk that did not end up well, I don't regret that. The only things I regret are risks I didn't take. I think that can change sure. for a person, but like for yourself, yeah, I think that's a good piece of advice. Yeah, I think I think most often those situations work out well. Although there are times where I'm like, 
hmm, I should have done this. And then, like, new information, like, a year or two later, whatever. Then I'm like, you know, if I'd done that, that would have been an L. <laughs> and I probably wouldn't have regretted doing it, but, you know, sometimes sometimes you avoid stuff. But, yeah, honestly, overall, like, taking risks almost never has, like, detrimental effects. Like, it's pretty much <laughs> worth it. That that does feel dangerous to say. Is like hey, all right, whatever risk, whatever you're thinking Niagara about, that's a that's a, a kind of a risk. Like, don't full even send. don't even worry about. It. Yeah, full send, always full mm-hmm. send. Mm-hmm. Invest all your money in Dogecoin. Don't harm others. Don't harm yourself. But full send. <laughs> yep. Me right. too. Shall we? Um, shall we climb aboard the Qualgorithm? All aboard. Let's go. All right. So I I broke my microphone like a week ago. And because I plugged my headset into my microphone. And anytime I would like turn around in my chair to like do something. And I would forget about the fact that my headset's in my microphone. And I would just pull my microphone right off my desk. And last week that happened. And then my mic just went kaplooey. And I tried taking it apart, figuring out, like, why power wasn't being supplied to the rest of the mic. And then I didn't figure it out, took it apart some more on the other end, and then I ended up ripping some solders off. I'm like, eh, it's not worth it. Maybe I'll fix it, like, in ten years. So I just put it in a box. But I was able to get a new mic, and I was like, I don't want to have to worry about knocking it off my desk anymore. So I also picked up a boom arm. And it came up, and it came with, like, all the, you know, whatever. It's got, like, a pop filter. It's got... This, it's got the stuff. It's got, like, a shock-absorbing thing that my mic sits on. So, like, if my desk is shaking around, mm-hmm. it doesn't pick up as well in the mic. Um, one of the things it came up with is a phone holder. And I guess this is for, like, if you're using your phone as, a, as your webcam. And, you know, I was messing with it because I was like, well, I don't know how to set up my phone yet. Turns out it's easy because I looked it up later. But... I was, like, trying to get it set up so I could rest my headset on it whenever I wasn't at my computer. That way I wouldn't have to reach my wire across my desk to my PC. And Um, you broke your new microphone. (laughs) No. Um, (laughs) You broke something else. The thing that secures it, you know how, like, um, C-clamps, like, you tighten the thing? And it secures to, like, a... Secures to, like, a desk or whatever? So it secures to the boom arm with basically a little c-clamp but then the the mechanism that actually attaches the phone holder to the c-clamp has like a tiny washer and nut on it not like tiny tiny but really small washer and nut very thin and sometimes um messing with the c-clamp will kind of spin that nut and washer a bit and so when i was messing with it i accidentally knocked the nut and washer off and i was trying to like spin it back on and, like, I was able to do it with my fingers, but it was, like, a little annoying, and, you know, it kept, like, I kept having to readjust, and I was like, man, for once in my life, I actually could really use one of those paper-thin wrenches that <laughs> comes with, like, assemble kits, <laughs> and they didn't include one. Dang. The, I hate those things. I have, well, and the worst thing about those is, like, I'll keep them, because it's like, what if I need one of these uh like tiny wrenches in the mm-hmm. future and so i have like a stash of 50 of those wrenches 
Hey, I, if, if you pick up the same, uh, if you pick up the same boom arm uh, bundle I did, you should be ready to pull one of those out. Because it might be coming handy. Although I did break that phone holder actually trying to adjust it <laughs> and so i have a <laughs> very predictable manual <laughs> the, the c-clamp part of it like broke through something anyways i have i have glue sitting on it so hopefully nice. that fixes engineering uh-huh. yep checks out um i don't know if you guys heard of this but i heard of um the Rob Schneider oil spill conspiracy. Have you guys ever heard of this? No. <laughs> so, first of all, is Rob Schneider the guy? Which one? Who is Rob Schneider? He plays in a lot of Adam Sandler movies, I think. Okay, uh, that's who I'm thinking of. Then okay. Yeah, he's got he like he's he plays like one of the uh, hotel like hotel boys in like uh, Home Alone two. Does he? Yeah, he plays the guy who brings Kevin McAllister up to the room the initial time. Not important, but hmm. uh, there is there is correlation with his movie releases and oil spills within <laughs> a matter of a handful of days, if that. <laughs> so, like in uh, December of December tenth, nineteen ninety nine. Uh, his movie Deuce Bigelow came out, and then the next day, uh, there was an oil spill. <laughs> and then in 2002, December 13th, his movie The Hot Chick came out, and on that same day, the prestige oil spill happened. And then uh, there was the sequel to Deuce it, that came out in t- uh, August of 2005, and then during that time there was the hurricane katrina oil spill and there's like two or three other examples of their uh rob schneider movie releases being connected like obviously just timeline wise but being connected mm-hmm. to oil spills the so funny the, thing the is... question the question oh, is do we let him continue being a part of movies or do we stop him i well i think the data kind of shows us what we need to do and we need to take action and so i mean it kind of sucks find out when they're being released but he he's gotten his bag you know he's profited off oil spills enough i think we gotta cut off his uh movie career sorry rob schneider yeah you heard it here first yeah you had a good run Mm -hmm. interesting um i'm just trying to like so actional action point if you hear that he has a movie coming out, dump all your oil stock <laughs> as quick as possible. We're back on the advice thing, except this is future advice now. Um, yeah, exactly. Future advice, or, or yeah, future advice to me is uh, follow uh, oil or follow Rob Schneider films. For, yeah, so like yep. immediately after the dip of your of like that you'll see in like oil company stocks after one movie like or at that dip you just full on send on those stocks and then when another movie's about to release by him that's when you just completely cash out well uh you know because these probably also coincided like brent was saying with um oil stocks plummeting i wonder was there a rob schneider film that released like early pandemic 
because oil stock plummeted like early on when everything was first getting shut down uh i don't know there is a movie the wrong missy that came out in 2020 yeah Uh, may 13th oh that that's pretty early pandemic I mean, or we not got nearly as close Halloween. as the other situations. Wait, though. It, it could also twenty twenty. It, it could also just be coinciding with boat related incidents. Was there a Rob Schneider movie for the Suez Canal getting blocked? That was around <laughs> the same time. The Suez What's Canal that? happened like early pandemic. Every natural disaster Dude, is a result of a Rob Schneider film. <laughs> there's no way that was early pandemic. In my mind, that was like late that was early pandemic or right before pandemic. I'm pretty sure. What? Oh, hold on. No, this this was more recent than that. I'm gonna. Where did I put my phone? I'm gonna look this up. Um, Looking at his list of credits, though, uh, Adam Sandler is on the cover of ninety percent of his. Oh, I think they definitely um, work together a lot. Movie credits, obviously. Yeah. Like, I think that's what he's known for is kind of like working alongside Adam Sandler. Right. Uh, while Daniel's looking up his fact. Uh, so I played hide and go seek over the uh, over this uh, previous weekend, and um, it reminded me of a thing I had, like an th- idea I have about hide and go seek spots. Because, um, like, of course, when like you get found, you're with the the other people who have been found. You're looking for the, the last couple people. You're going around, and you're like, oh, certainly someone's in here. And you open up the spot, no one's there. And you're like, holy cow, this is such a good hide-and-seek spot. But here's my thing. Good hide-and-go-seek spots are a paradox. Because you find them, and you're like, this is a great hide-and-go-seek spot. Well, it's not, because you found it. Yeah, I've heard that before. And I... (laughs) Okay, you want me to just shut you down completely? I heard that when I was like 10, Brent. (laughs) (laughs) What, you think you're special? You're no, not. I'm not. I just think I can Stop shut you down. Talking. Because you can be a defensive about You're it. like 13 years behind the curve, Brad. You gotta catch up with modern knowledge. The, the hide-and-seek meta has advanced tremendously <laughs> since that discovery, actually. Honestly, I picked a very bad spot in the hopes of, like, reverse psychology. It's like, no one would bother to check. Like, that was, that's that such a bad spot. Now, that, that is an interesting point. Like, I feel like that could work on, like, a Did decent not. percentage of people. <laughs> I was I found immediately. <laughs> Now, what gets really interesting is when you're at a social function and some people are playing hide-and-seek and some aren't, but it's enough people that it's kind of unclear who's playing, and so then you can hide in plain sight by pretending you're not playing hide-and-seek. I feel like that's just cheating. <laughs> is it? If they don't approach you and say, found ya! <laughs> the, I don't know. I almost feel like the rules, unless it's like tag hide and go seek, it's like direct eye contact. If the person made direct eye contact with you, you have been found. I I really enjoy the variations of hide and seek. It's either the tag or like hide and seek in the complete dark. Like the like those are the more fun oh, ones man. than Wait, just man. Hide that would have been fun. Um, I know Brent knows about this, uh, but flashlight tag made me think about this. Are you familiar, Lindsay, with star spinning? No. Brent, do you remember this? It it somehow made it to our high school because I remember people like who are not in scouts like doing it. Yeah. And I was like, how did how did you guys know about this? One of my friends I met in college um, knows about it. He brought it up a couple months ago, and that's why it's like kind of on my mind. Um, 
So he was like, do you know what star spinning is? I was like, I love star spinning. So basically, you take someone out when it's like, you know, dark. But you're usually it's when you're out camping. So you're kind of looking up at the sky. You're looking at the stars. You tell them to spin around for like 10 seconds. Then, like, you stop them and then shine a flashlight in their face. And then, like, for some reason, that, like, makes you lose your balance and you fall down. It's incredible. Very it's entertaining. Time. Yeah. It, Especially it, if you're 12 years old. Yes. I feel like you it would still it be hours. fun now. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think we could do it for hours now. That's true. We things, literally would do it for hours. Things definitely affect me differently than they used to. Like, I remember when I was a kid, if I was sick, but it like I wasn't like throwing up or anything, I would still, my mom would still send me to school. Like I could have the worst cough in the world, but like if I'm not debilitated, I'm I'd go to school. I remember what I think I spread pneumonia around the fourth grade one time because we were just like, eh, it's fine. But now, like, I have a minor cold and it like destroys me. Like, I I just don't want to do anything. I don't want to get up. I don't want to like, nothing. I think it. I think it was not the opposite, but like I remember in uh like being very young like when i would you would be like basically bedridden for like getting sick but now like i like definitely still function very easily while sick whereas as a kid it was like oh i gotta stay in bed no for me it was even like in the ninth grade um i got the stomach flu and so i was out of school for a week but i wasn't even like like you know, I was doing all the flu things. I was empty inside. Um, doing all the flu things. Doing all the flu things. You know, things you do when you're sick. I'll, I'll try and keep it uh, keep it as light-languaged as possible. <laughs> but, you know, I, like, I was still fine. Like, I would still, like, try to eat stuff. And I was just, like, sitting on the couch playing video games. So I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to be home. Might as well have some fun. And, like, obviously, like, I felt really bad, you know, with the flu, but even then, like, I still just wanted to be up doing stuff. Interesting. By the way, um, vote now. When when did the Suez Canal obstruction happen? Could not tell you. I'm going to say it was near summer of... It was, let's say, 2020. Brent? Like, literally, had you not said, I think it's 2020, I could have said, like, 1918 or something. I don't even think the Suez Canal was around. But I don't remember that happening (laughs) or being a big deal. It was like every meme on the internet for, like, three months was about the Suez Canal being blocked by this big ship. I will say there was a three-month period around 2020 where I stopped using the internet, so that might be it. Well, I don't think that was it, because in March 2021, it started <laughs> the blockage. Um, so a 400-meter-long vessel um, got hit by strong winds on March 23rd, and it literally wedged sideways across the Suez Canal. They had to spend forever like digging it out with a single excavator. Um <laughs> I feel like you would just blow up the ship, <laughs> like evacuate everyone and then it's just like, literally demolish it. I mean, yeah. So like how much sh- money is lost 
in like, the Suez Canal. Being shipping got wrecked unused. for a while because one, that's one of the most popular like trade routes for shipping routes. Um, and two, like shipping was already bad, like at peak badness for COVID almost. Mm-hmm. And then like the Suez Canal was just blocked for, uh, let's see until. Pause while he reads an entire internet article. <laughs> the ship set sail again on the 7th of July. So from March 23rd to July 7th. They totally should have given me a call like, hey, problem solver, man. We need this problem solved. Yeah, let me get me the nitroglycerin and I'll, I'll take care of it. So um, yeah, that, that was about a year ago. A year ago today, the Suez Canal was completely blocked by a single ship. A year ago today, what? A year ago today, the Suez Canal was still blocked by a ship. Oh. Um, I should say. Right. Anyway, bombastic quote. It's April, and I knew it would happen too. Uh, thanks to Jojo. Anyway, hypothetical. So, little special. 50th episode. You know what that means. Uh, we're doing a throwback hypothetical. Which one? Is it your favorite hypothetical? We all know it is. So, here's the dealio. The podcast is on its second out of 298 years of uh, going on. When all of a sudden we get a call from the, uh, the U.S. government. And uh, they're like, hey, we, we found out that your podcast is actually causing an issue. So many people are trying to listen to your podcast that there's a there's a backup in the in the internet world the internet particles aren't reaching their destination quick <laughs> enough and so the only way they can solve it is by shutting down the internet for 50 years so internet is going down for 50 years but in 50 years they think they'll get they'll recover enough internet particles that they can uh start up the internet again it just got so, so coagulated yeah that that was the issue there was a a a big and then there was also a leakage of internet particles at a different side of the world we we are i was gonna say we're the suez canal of of podcasts but no what's the name of the boat (laughs) the the uss uh we bombastic few uh we are the (laughs) we are the ever given of the of the podcast world yep so uh, as you may remember, 10th episode, internet went down for a year. No, that's baby, baby numbers. Internet's going down for 50 years. How are we going to solve the, the world problems? All right, so big difference uh, this time. So like last time, we were trying to like make temporary measures. Like we need, to, we need temporary fixes because like we'll be back to normal in a year, but right now we need to, we need to solve some things that we became reliant on. Now we're gonna like there will be basically uh, a gener- generations will go by and the internet will not be back and so we need we need to overhaul some stuff because we need we need some long term fixes and so uh, I, and one thing I think is interesting is the idea so number one the like uh, there's a decent amount of uh, of the older generations that are still trying to learn the internet. 
they don't have to bother anymore. It's gone. So thanks well, for putting yeah, in the effort, but I mean, don't worry about so it. <laughs> my first my first thought was that like, okay, we're going to need a lot more paper, but just because the internet goes down doesn't mean we can't use technology. So I don't think it's... This is true. You don't need, like, your concern... Floppy disks. Your concern of, like, um, kids will have to learn the internet. I don't think learning the internet is that big of a deal. It's like you're still having to learn technology to be able to record stuff and access it. Y- you know what's coming back? Couch co-op gaming. And how oh, dearly I missed screen? it. Yeah, split screen gaming. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, like, I, I'm glad... Land parties? Land parties, split screen gaming, like... You know, online connectivity being like having that option is great, but nothing beats like everyone bringing a setup to one location and then just having a LAN party. This is a good question. I I said LAN parties, but the like if the quote unquote internet is down, like is the local area network like what? Well, because where's the line? You just directly connect your consoles together via Ethernet cord. Yeah. So you, the, you you are creating your own little network. I, well, yeah, because but like in in essence, that is a like. Oh, that's true. Um. Anyway, split we'll screen gaming. That for a second. <laughs> yeah, split sc- split screen gaming. Uh, for one thing, we're we're gonna have to a the podcast is gonna have to happen in person, and then we're gonna have to like send out flash drives with the podcast yeah, on it. Physical copies that, for all. Oh, just there's the. So there's a movie, or the movie, um, the new Ghostbusters movie, Afterlife. Highly recommend. I really enjoyed it. Gave it I gave it a 10 out of 10. I did not um, know there was a Ghostbusters movie. There's a kid in there who has a podcast, and he calls himself Podcast. And it's like, I think it's the funniest thing in the world. But he has his podcast on a flash drive that he like gives out flash drives. Hmm. And so we'll just do that. Well, see, because I was more thinking, like, you know, we just got to take it to the old school podcast. We're starting a radio show. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. And now we can use sound effects. <laughs> I will say, like... <laughs> Welcome to We Bombastic View, Anchor FM. <laughs> Applause. Uh, what, yeah, what, uh, what number do we want on the, um, on the old FM? Uh, no way what? we're doing AM. 4722. Did you say 47? Yeah. Doesn't go. <laughs> APR seven twenty two. What does it go from like ninety two? Yeah. Um, one hundred. <laughs> we're we're an AM station. <laughs> oh, uh, well, no. Um, <laughs> the I used to know. I I should know these things. I'm a. Uh, it's like registered one ten amateur maybe. radio. Oh, no, operator. it's not excessively wide. Numeric. I think it, yeah, I think 110 sounds right. Anyway, uh, I will say, like, I feel kind of the, when, because, like, internet went, only internet went down. But when I was, when you said, like, we need to go old school, in my head, it was like, all right, we have to go to the town square and, like, (laughs) just start, like, speaking. And, like, very loudly. The internet went out for 50 years. (laughs) We basically just become town criers, but, like, (laughs) having a conversation <laughs> while shouting we we don't go back to the 50s 60s 70s 80s. Yeah, we, yeah, we yeah, go yeah. straight back to like 1550 yeah. <laughs> people are out with like ringing bells in the street mm-hmm. fresh pies um, 
I think that, that, that's what people all, talk about the 1550s was their fresh pies. Fresh pies, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> the I think I think it'd be interesting for people born. Let's say like you're born now, um, and you find out like basically it's like you have people telling you we used to have this great technology called the internet, and by the time you're 50, it will be back. Uh, but like for now, um, I, th- I think that would be such a strange thing. It's like, listen, there, there's this crazy technology that we had. It's gone now, but it will be back soon. So look forward to that. We have to recharge internet particles. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, the, of course, uh, obviously we're going to need, an, um, some movie, movie methods, methods to get movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, clearly. Yep. Well, because we na- now, I, I feel like we should come up with something different. Because this is exactly how we brought Blockbuster back. How we brought <laughs> Blockbuster back the first time. It sounded like a new fish is what you just said. Brock Lock Lost. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, um, but yeah, I mean. It works because it works. That was actually fun fact. That was the first episode we brought Blockbuster back. So, I feel like that's episode ten. I feel like there'd be a like less people will feel motivated to like further their education since like online's not an option. Mm-hmm. And like, dude, and good. Everyone who has like changed their career path to like. Online, oh, I'm gonna make online. it on YouTube as a streamer, what, whatever, podcasting. Oh yeah, like that. I don't think we dude, talked about that. There's a job shortage. Unemployment skyrockets, and everyone's mm-hmm. back in the office. You can't work remote anymore. It's a lot less, mm-hmm. yeah, entertainment centered careers. Yeah, honestly, yeah, like basically, like Hollywood survives uh, via blockbuster, but the I I wonder what percentage of the the i guess america i don't know like for the world but like is quote unquote an influencer or a youtuber or like a streamer i feel like almost a whole new set of channels comes come into the fray where like because now people have seen how successful you can be in like a streaming format like someone just sets up their camera and plays video games and talks to chat like there wouldn't be chat anymore but maybe there are now TV stations where people are like paid to just like play video games on camera. Or uh, themselves. Even like, I guess and more like, po- like you just gather people <laughs> in front of a they, live studio audience. Yes. A live <laughs> chat. That sounds miserable. <laughs> I could not pay me enough to go to that. You would have to like donate so much money to be able to go up to the microphone so that you could be heard by the streamer. <laughs> That's how the chat works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, just like now, you have to give ten bucks and you can go up to the microphone. Man, you only get like thirty words or something. Now instead of moderators, you just have um, like uh, a bouncer, and if someone says something toxic at the mic, they just get like <laughs> get picked physically up thrown out. from the building. <laughs> Road. it'll be like uh oh never mind i was gonna make a spongebob reference <laughs> it, in the sponge in the spongebob squarepants movie um spongebob and patrick are outed for being bubble blowers and they get kicked out of uh kicked out of the club i forget I the name of the place yeah 
I know how you guys hate my SpongeBob references. Not hate, you know. Anyways, uh, internet. How does this suspect? I can't speak. Suspect sports. How does this suspect sports? <laughs> it really despects sports uh, in terms of you know it. How did how did people used to know about players? You had to buy books about them, I guess. Well, like As, yeah, yeah. I mean, you watch TV. Stations. But dude, sports media like it like think- significantly decreases. Like, you think- you're not writing articles about sports unless you're affiliated with a newspaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> newspaper. Do you think Super Bowl tickets will go up or down in price? Because mm. there'll be more, there'll be less of a chance to be able to watch it on, on, uh, elsewhere. Like online well, because people are probably picking up cable television now again yeah oh yeah the cable tell like cable and satellite television have been revived <laughs> they've been given uh their lease has been renewed for 50 years <laughs> but after that you're truly dead and go away <laughs> yeah, the, um, the dream of the 90s is back honestly i don't really like the like television it feels like television able being able to exist almost solves a lot of issues well yeah it- not the not the job crisis some. though that we brought up. Like it, it brings up like, like media solutions, but that's about it. Like yeah, what what do people? I, I mean, I guess there aren't that just many in terms people of who are living off of too, entertainment. Is what I'm Actually, I don't know how many people like live off like TikTok money or whatever. Apparently, there are a lot of them. But I, I don't think people... it would cause a huge crisis not having internet as far as jobs. Now that I think about it, a lot more people will be failing out of school since they can't cheat easily old-fashioned oh, yeah. cheating you gotta know yeah. someone gross the, ew i mean there, there there are there are ways of cheating i'm sure i please I, I, you know and i don't know I, about I, any I of them myself university I'm, on the call <laughs> with us of course you know i i never employed any cheating tactics i have so. not self-incriminated yet Brent. i don't <laughs> know why you're why you're claiming that but no i've i you know like, just being a student, you just kind of observe things. You, you see what other students are doing. Yeah. I don't want to expose any methods, because, you know. I, I don't want to expose methods that the professors haven't big, discovered yet. Big so. schools listening right now, and we can't uh, <laughs> yeah. divulge. Big professors hate him. Find out how this one student... <laughs> Harvard's listening? Well, I am very smart, Harvard. These I two people cheat. Uh, Big professor's listening, uh, or big professor hates this one trick that can get you an A in every class. <laughs> Cheating. <laughs> they hate it. Yeah. Um, yeah, what, I mean, what, what all does this affect? I was, I was actually thinking about this a couple weeks ago because the power went out in my entire apartment complex for, like, a couple hours. Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know what happened. They didn't send out any kind of notice or be like, we're working on it, like, nothing. And then it just randomly came back on. But I was in there because I had just finished, like, making dinner, which I got lucky because I was using an electric skillet. Um, Classic and, mistake. I personally use hot water, so that way, <laughs> even if the electricity goes out. I, I um, personally build a campfire in the middle of my kitchen every time I want to yep. cook. <laughs> exactly. Honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, a good hypothetical would be, like, what if electricity goes out for X years? True. Yeah, we'll put that in the book of hypotheticals. Um, yep. The Icebreaker book by Wee Bombastic Pew. 
But yeah, no, uh, I was thinking about this because I was like, you know, I finished like, you know, I cleaned up after myself, cleaned the dishes. I was like, yeah, I have nothing, nothing to do. I was like, well, you know, I have books I've been meaning to read, but I was like really tired. And so I just kind of laid down. And I was like, I don't want to sleep right now. So I took a really long shower and the power was still out. And then, then I think I just took a nap until the, pa- and then when I woke up, the power was back on. What if when you woke up, you found out the power was never coming back on and you slept and wasted that? time and everyone else was spent doomsday time. preparing yeah exactly well there's i was trying to figure out like okay is so i wanted to see if this was like a widespread thing is it localized to my apartment my complex i went out and got my mail and i saw like none of the apartments had lights on um and all like the you know backup generator lights were on i was like okay that, so that tells me it's something here but like my phone had died like right when the power outage started and that that's like how I realized it. Cause it, the power had gone out for like a couple minutes, like a little bit before, but then it came back and then it was out for a couple hours. But I was plugging my phone in because it was at 1%. And then, you know, I went to the other room, I came back and I saw it die. I was like, well, that's weird. <laughs> but yeah, like I had, I had no internet and like we don't have like, I, I just didn't have any way of like getting information as to why this was happening. Or to what extent it was. So it was kind of weird. Nuclear war. That's the first thing I would have assumed. Yeah. I would have immediately gone to my local nuclear bunker. World War Three started right under our noses. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Any, any uh, final ideas, thoughts on internet going down 50 years instead of one? Um, well... I, I I hope I hope a new Halo game comes out. <laughs> that is an interesting idea. Like how many things could be just like in develop basically fifty year development. It's like, hey, we've got this thing we've been working on, might as well keep working on it. Mm-hmm. But like it won't be useful for fifty years. I mean well that just sucks. You you can't pay the how how are you gonna pay teams to make stuff for fifty years without putting out a product? With money. <laughs> With money, of course. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> if you don't have enough just print some more you'll be fine that that's how it works yep uh, obviously you know how, how are people even like lacking for Four. money just make more yeah exactly that, that's so silly of them i can't <laughs> believe the, the u.s government hasn't solved the poverty crisis just print more money wow um this is why uh, you mr president if you're man. listening um we have all your solutions right here on the podcast. We we would love to love to have you on as a guest. So uh, hit us uh-huh. up on any of our and socials. In exchange for our solutions, we'll only require thirty days in office as full powered presidents. <laughs> yeah, dude, I think the three of us would make a pretty dope cabinet. Mm-hmm. Well, but no, we we each have equal power within the. <laughs> we're, we're like the Trinity, but did, like for the presidential. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, uh, I'll take executive. So, so Lindsay's legislative. What does that leave you? Ah, I like. I didn't even hear what Daniel said. Uh, you are now the legislative branch. Uh, I am judicial and Brent's executive. Uh, <laughs> I'll just My make every. I'll just add stuff to the constitution to that makes Brent's policies non-constitutional. Hmm. That's nah, I <laughs> will uh, have you executed because that's what the executive branch <laughs> that, does. <laughs> and he'll. 
legislate it. (laughs) I will legislate. (laughs) Yep. You'll write a law that says you can't kill me. (laughs) It's illegal to do so. He'll write a law that makes him the executive branch. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) What what a power move. A change of terms. I've legally changed the words executive and legislative. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like this is basically like we were talking about like medieval medieval time. This is like basically how, how things worked back then, except it was more violent back then. This is like a diplomatic approach to medieval politics. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Where everyone's just vying for the power. It will be mine. And um, the thing that gives us power to keep making us making these episodes are our sponsors. Lindsay, do you have that for us? Yes, I do. Um, we all have had those moments. We realize our backs, necks, and shoulders are being too strained by the everyday backpack. Whether it's all of the books, gaming laptop, or cash you just snagged from a bank vault that you just stumbled across accidentally, any additional weight can be burdensome on our bodies that could have long-term effects. Well, with a case for suits, you can transport a multitude of items with relative ease, as it is a backpack on wheels with a harder shell for better protection. With this brand new device, you can fit more books, laptops, cash from vaults, and even suits. Get yourself a case for suits today using Suit Bombastic Case at checkout. Wow. Hot dang. Um, yeah, I had my prototype in the mail. And this is far superior to uh, the suitcase I had before. Cases for suits is a game changer. I can now store all my stuff, roll it around, take it everywhere, and yeah, I I love it. it it's it's really lightened the load. It, it it really frees your arms up to do other things while you're transporting uh, goods. Yeah, and you you mentioned the help with the the back, head, and shoulders, but it really helps with the knees and toes as well, and so really just I all say around. I'm not sure that works. <laughs> uh, Lindsay, what, have, have um have you gotten a chance to try out your prototype? Yeah, uh, I can't I can't uh, divulge the details because it might have to do with the vault situation that i advertise but uh, i'll leave that up for um the imagination we'll speak with legal team see what we can he he got a prototype version of the of the case for suits too so Mm -hmm. all right do we want to continue with everyday trivia or do we want to can it for another time? It's, it's a long, it's the 50th episode. It's you episode 50. Okay. It's going to be 50 hours long. Okay. Strap it. <laughs> we're not even, we're not even close to being done. The 50 well, episode special is we drop the next 50 episodes all at once. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that would be insane. All right. Let's so do it. So everyday trivia is a list from bestlifeonline.com uh, labeled 40 everyday items you didn't know had an official name. Number one is a super common one. Uh, well, we can do this either way. We could we do this. I tell you what it is and you you guys see if you know the name of it or I could say the name of it and you guys think guess what the item is. I feel like the odds of us being able to get the name of it from the item it's is more so That low. would be more so trivia game type style. Yeah. Which one would you want? 
I'd like to guess like what the item is from the order. Okay, the first one is very easy. It's aglet. Yes, it is. I knew it. Oh my goodness, Phineas and Ferb coming in for the W. That that is it's, why I know what an aglet is. Yes, <laughs> it's exactly. why anyone yes. knows what an aglet is. <laughs> okay. The it's the piece of plastic at the end of your shoelace. Yep. Okay. The uh, next one, I'm gonna do my best to properly pronounce all these, but the furul. Spell it. F E R R U L E. The furul. The ferul. Obviously, ferris, and so it has to do with metal. (laughs) Correct, actually. Yeah. Having to do with metal. But rule has to do with ruling. So it's a measuring, metal measuring device. It's a spectrometer. It's a metal detector. Metal detector. Oh, that's actually really good guess that's my guess first before daniel (laughs) it is the metal contraption that holds the eraser to the end of the pencil really okay that sounds almost familiar i wish i had gone with a more uh joke because when you said obviously that means ferris i thought you were going for like ferris wheel i was like okay (laughs) maybe i could build off this but (laughs) i should have just rolled with that all right next next one one is pizza saver i think you guys get this one easy Pizza saver. Yes. Hmm. Saver, S-A-V-E-R or S-A-V-O-R? Uh, S-A-V-E-R. Or S-A-V-I-O-R. <laughs> pizza saver. I-O-U-R. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The British pizza it. savior. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, I'd like to answer Jesus for 10. Um, <laughs> so, like, Jesus I feel British. like you want me to say pizza cutter, maybe. But pizza uh what do you save pizza all right um i'm gonna go with it's either like like basically a snack bag like a ziploc bag that can hold a single slice of pizza or maybe that's the official name of the pizza box i was thinking maybe um like a plastic like a glad plastic container oh like um, uh that like for putting like leftovers in, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I feel like a Tupperware is the, the term for that, and B, why would you make it pizza specific? So I'm gonna go with you know like the the pizza slice, like basic. It's like a, um, a spatula, but like for pizza. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I'm going with that. It I, is. Wait, I thought you already guessed, but you can go ahead. You I, I, I was just gonna say like I was trying to think of a. Right when Brent was like starting to introduce that, I, that was my brain was going that direction. But anyways, go ahead. It's the plastic pronged item in the middle of pizzas. You typically see them at like pizza diners. Uh, and stuff. Yeah. What 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 are those for? It's not You're saving. It's so you can you, like, stack pizzas. No, no, that's not what it's for. It's for, <laughs> um, like being it's... able to rip off your pizza slice without touching someone else's pizza. Oh, okay. Well, I was gonna say, is it like? Is it like the toothpick that they put through my burgers? Oh, no. (laughs) You know, when you eat a burger, you want something to hold it together, so you called it a pizza saver? A burger saver, yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what a burger Pizza burger. You you ever had a cheeseburger pizza? Is, I'm going to guess it's a grafe, but it's A-G-R-A-F-F-E. 
a, a giraffe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What is that? You've been doing this <laughs> I mean, who, who can define a giraffe? It's a long-necked uh, vertebrate. Yeah. Um, I can say with I feel like we need absolute hints. certainty. I've talked about this, um, but giraffes fighting is like some of the coolest, like like uh, necking, like, like Discovery Channel like videos of like giraffes. Pretty sure it's each called other. necking. Necking, yeah. Um, I don't awesome. think, give, give us a hint. Give us a hint. It has to do with champagne. Champ. Oh, is it a champagne saber? no um is it is it oh is it the thing that it's the thing that removes the cork i was gonna say something that lets you recork it but daniel is I, correct oh what the wire cage that keeps the cork in a bottle of champagne mm. nice um okay <laughs> this one i have no idea how to name a zarf or zarfs z-a-r-f-s that's scarf in Spanish. Okay, build off of that. <laughs> it, it's scarf in Swedish. That, build off of it. <laughs> it's it's a, specifically a long scarf in Spanish. Um. So it was it was a zarf. There's an A in the front. No. So it a, a zarf zarf is to a czar what a prince is to a king. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh next one i know i nailed it yeah. <laughs> i i i we i insist we need hints on all these okay it has to do with coffee coffee is it uh oh, oh, i was gonna say coffee filter but no i was gonna be, say coffee filter uh well um, i um almost said it first <laughs> <laughs> the what what is there in coffee? The thing is, coffee has way too many things that are like, it's a milk frother. No, um, is it a coffee bean? Is that the technical name of a coffee bean? And he guesses Daniel. It's a it's a mug. It's uh <laughs> um, it's the color of coffee. I I, I don't know much about like coffee paraphernalia. Pour over. You don't like. Okay, it's not. You're thinking too much okay. on. Like the creation of coffee, you don't think a little bit outside of that. Oh, okay, it's um, the, it's, it's a, a tool that used to extract coffee. coffee beans from the plant. What do you say, Brent? It's it's a person who drinks coffee. Oh, it is the cardboard sleeve that go on to go cups of coffee. It's called a zarf. Yeah. Zarf. Oh, the uh, it's a koozie for coffee. It's yeah. a cozy. Why do they call it a coffee koozie? Um, silly. Okay, I don't know. I feel like koozies things. have to have like that little foamy texture to them. Yeah, I think you've never seen a giraffe cardboard. Well, the koozie is supposed to keep <laughs> the keep the temperature of the drink, whereas this one's to keep you from burning your hand. No, you. It's to keep your hand from getting cold. I don't it, think a koozie it, it, helps it's multi-purpose. retain temperature. I think it, I think it insulates it a it, little bit. It insulates it I mean, both ways. If it insulates one way, it insulates the other way. That's how uh, mm. heat works, probably. Okay, next one. Souffle I, I, cups. Souffle cups. The, okay, those are the things that look like a goblet. And it's for, um, you know, eating ice cream out of a Sunday glass. Out of left field, it's the thing that goes in the center of a pizza that you hold in order to be able to cleanly tear it. No, it is the small paper cup that holds condiments. What? 
The ones that you that, kind of like I, I, I buy that bit. because they look like souffle cup. Okay. <laughs> Next one is a keeper. Just keeper. Um isn't isn't that um isn't that another name for a goalie? <laughs> Trapper. Uh, Trapper key. It is. Yeah, it is, but that's not. Has to do with dusting. <laughs> it's more every day. Okay. Does it have to do with? Oh, those are guesses. Um, Give us a hint. <laughs> <laughs> it has to do with clothing. Clothing. A Keep clothes it. hanger. Uh. Okay. Gonna, it's the, it's the thing that pant. the stores put in the collars of collared shirts to keep the collars firm. Ooh. That's I'm gonna guess. guess. Uh, well, okay. Now I don't want to guess that. Um, I know. I was giving you a chance to give a full guess. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I I went by a Coles today. What did I see at Coles? Okay, you're uh, not gonna get it. It's it is a, hey, the dinosaurs. Hey, the, you don't know this. Um, it's a type of it's a type of shoe. Wait. Okay. For no. that has it's like the, the toes in it. On the belt that keeps the end in place. The loop on the... the wait oh okay like yeah, on the like belt itself the, near, yeah, yeah on I, the end of the buckle typically you like i feel like you don't it you overlap mm, i don't it like that you tuck it in keeper that. is a word okay that's that what it's called whatever wait, uh wait. hold on is just at a because i mixed them up in my mind is kmart or cole's the one that like doesn't exist anymore i mean obviously kmart. cole's exist i think kmart yeah, okay. is either doesn't exist or is very few and far between to find one okay i got them mixed up brent said coles and i was like okay hmm, that doesn't we're at, right we're at eight <laughs> let's do eight nine and ten and then call it let's do 50 no in honor of 50 okay yeah i'm gonna i'm going to butcher this but in arms a r m s c y e s c y e correct a r m s c y e armsi armsi armski um sleeveless it's a sleeveless jacket hint <laughs> arm <laughs> okay i think it is uh would it could it be a part of the body i guess not okay an armski um, is the thing like you know how sometimes uh, skiers have that strap from their pole to their uh, wrist. That's an arm ski. It, it's like a Wii day, remote. You think? The yeah, the thing that the Wii remote. Yes, you're correct. No, <laughs> an arm ski um, is it's cuff like very close, but it's the armhole in an item of clothing. The armhole. Oh, like the. <laughs> The, the sleeve like what so wait, wait, the, the, the sleeve is like the donut and the arm ski is like the donut hole and the they also describe as the shape or outline of the arm hole so i'm guessing it's like see much the i don't like calling it an arm hole because like if it's not buttoned it's just a cut of the sleeve oh my gosh whatever <laughs> okay um that's interesting to okay think about the shape of an arm ski Reminds me um, of um. I think I'm gonna uh, skip that one. The Schnellen chart. Schnellen chart. 
Schnellen chart? S N E L L E N chart. Chart. Uh it's you, so you know when you have like a bunch of snails um <laughs> it's the Your it's hinge the chart is ophthalmology uh oh it's the it's, it's the, the thing the that does the letters and the no, numbers big and letters the, to smaller go. letters all right last one obulus o b e l u s Obelisk. I thought you were about that, to spell. Obelisk, I think that's Oculus's but... next new model. Is the the Obelisk the the Meta Oculus Obelisk? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hint. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I can I can get this. Mathematics. Oh, oh oh. All right, math guy. <laughs> Let's see. Obelisk. It, it's Ob- okay. It's kind of like um. All obelisks are ovals, but not all ovals are obelisks. Ah. <laughs> uh, okay. Can can I get a field with? Is it an op? Like, okay, I actually do want to guess this. So, like, is it an operator? Is it a? Like, can you give a more specific thing? I mean, you claim to be the math guy, so I shouldn't have to. Honestly, you guys claim to be a math guy more I than I claim. I know what it is. Uh, okay, uh, you no, you you can't prove that I don't know what it is. I I have stepped down and acknowledged <laughs> I'm not the math guy because Lindsay has proven himself to be the math guy. We determined <laughs> this weeks ago. Uh huh. Um. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm what because like it doesn't sound familiar whatsoever. But I'm wondering if I have heard of it. You've there's um, there. Do Do you think I have heard of it? Probably not, unless you've taken like a mathematics history class. But okay. there is um like a much more simpleton uh slang term for it. Not even slang, but like a uh, common use phrase for it. It's the addition sign. Daniel, what's your guess? It's the division sign. Correct. Math guy over here. <laughs> well, you know, I did some brushing up after I was dethroned it as the math guy. It is the division so. sign called the obulus. Certainly never used the obulus in math before. <laughs> that was the main problem. I'm still thinking um, about the arm ski. <laughs> like, is that something they designed for? Like, if you're trying to make a new shirt, or do they just use standardized arm skis? Designs. I don't know. These are great questions that I do certainly not vary for. between shirts. It's like um, when I was working, I worked at a water bottle place a couple summers ago, and um, when you're shrink wrapping the cases of water, the holes that you typically use as handles are called bullseyes, and the design of those are actually like critical to like the structural integrity of the shrink wrap. Huh. So that they like have tools to make sure like when it goes through like the oven to make sure, you know, the shape and size of the bullseye is coming out right. It's like one of those things you don't expect much design to go into. I'm, I'm, I was just wondering if the arm ski is the same way. 
I think the first thing I learned in engineering was that everything has intricate design around it. Like everything you assumed that was just kind of like thrown together was not. Well, yeah. um, are you guys familiar with Mark Rober? Yep. YouTube engineer guy. Um, mm-hmm. He did a video on like a, a piano you could feed MIDI files to, and it would just play it by itself. So it's a self-playing piano. I saw this. Um, so cool. And he had it play Rush E, which if you don't know what Rush E is, it's this like intense barrage of notes that's impossible to play by humans just because of, you know, you don't There have... are points that it plays every key on the keyboard. And... Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a meme song, but like you got this piano to play it because, you know, a robotic piano can hit those by itself. Anyways... Um, the piano caught on fire. But during the video, he talked about the design of a piano key. And he, like, showed the diagram. He's like, well, this looks, like, overly complicated. Don't you just need to hit a string with a hammer? And then he kind of went into, like, how this design by some Italian guy, you know, the 1600s or whatever. And how, like, the logical thought process of each different piece of the mechanism, which had, like, yeah. three or four different levers to it or a couple different stoppers for different purposes. And I was like, Oh, that's like actually incredibly interesting. interesting. And the funny thing too, is he didn't even go into like pedals of a piano, which Mm -hmm. like I, I, you like change it even more, Mm -hmm. but even just the bass key, like you needed three, basically three functionalities within a single key. Um, It's very interesting. Highly recommend the video. Yeah. I think it's called like talking piano or something. Yeah, I, talking piano plays rushy, catches on fire, gone wrong, not clickbait. Yeah, Something in the, the words I title. said will get you to the video. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, absolutely. Um, well, I believe that brings us to the end of our celebration of 50 wee bombastic few episodes. Here, here's to, uh, let's see, this was four seasons, so like, uh, what, what would 298 more years of this be Uh, here's to here's to many more 50s yeah (laughs) (laughs) math guy you got the numbers on that for us oh yeah yeah i don't feel like Uh, i need to share them that's all yeah we don't want to overwhelm we we don't want to put too many numbers in a single podcast honestly at the at the rate we we take breaks it is probably about 200 more episodes so (laughs) look forward to that which yeah which there will be a break post easter special because yeah. all of us have different Stuff. things going on mm-hmm. for like at the end of april and our listeners are clearly not our priority so yeah uh, you know i mean as it goes as it goes yes. but expect an easter special didn't we say that they're gonna have a christmas special and or you said that they're gonna have a christmas special i think we've promised an easter special before that didn't happen uh the christmas special got lost to um vikings oh okay they took it yeah the internet particles were shipping to the internet facility and the vikings (laughs) got hijacked um, hijacked the ship yeah well uh be sure to like comment subscribe do the retweet uh make the content for us you know how it goes uh any final thoughts tweet us a hypothetical it's never happened before but like all right i'm gonna say it right now first hypothetical that gets tweeted to us doesn't matter what it is we'll do it 
Yes. That's and we'll uh, get at that's least five seconds out of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we'll, we'll, the entire hypothetical. I'll, the entire right episode. Now. Uh, provided we provided we think we can get content out of it, and it's something nope. we're okay with. Uh, we don't Brent's even mom need, yeah, to. It, I was just gonna say it needs to be <laughs> Brent's mom friendly. Shout out to Brent's mom. But other than that, whatever the first one is, uh, tweet it at us. We'll do it. Uh, no questions asked. Lindsay, what did your um, mom think of the podcast? Uh, I think she just like texted me a quote from it, and then said like "lol" and that was it. <laughs> All right, she loved it. Yep, <laughs> I'm pretty. I'm sure she stopped listening. She said that her and her fiance have listened to a few episodes, but I'm sure they only did it because I brought it up to them. I'm mm-hmm. sure they didn't continue after that. Yeah, it's her favorite piece of media. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Oh, uh huh. Oh, I just thought of. A... Was that your final thought, Daniel? Uh, yeah, I was curious. Okay. Uh, well, with that. Have a bombastic yeah, week. Wait, ah, ah, ah. Just, I, my final thought. Your final thought. You already, I already asked if you had a final thought, and you're the one who spoke <laughs> up. What are you talking about? You don't get a final thought. I, I have more final thoughts. Thank you for being with us for 50 episodes, especially if, if you've been here from the beginning. Uh, thank you so much. But also, if you if you joined us later on, we still appreciate you just as much. Uh, everyone who's been listening, our numbers have still, they've been very consistent, and uh, we get the occasional spikes even, so... Greatly appreciate that, everyone who's listening, um, especially if you made it this far in this long episode. Look so, how far Brent has come for appreciation of our viewers. He doesn't even hate the old people anymore. <laughs> even the older ones. We accept you now. Even I, legal told me I had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> you can put the gun down now, legal. Uh, <laughs> Well, can I get paid now? I need to feed my family. <laughs> well, with that... Can, can we get the manager to approve this? Have a bombastic week, and hopefully another 50 episodes. See you next time. <laughs>